0: That is faithful, in that which is least is faithful. It also is much. People can tell if you are a good steward by such little things as how you use your time and how it. For Someone once said, "Show me a person's checkbook, and I'll tell you what kind of person they are." Yeah, we start right there. Yeah, the Bible says, "But stewardship begins with the little things in life." Jesus said in Luke sixteen ten, "He that is faithful in that which is least." It's faithful also in much, and this kind of blends to my uh, economics class. But how you how you handle a little reveals a whole lot about yourself. What do you do with the least amount of your time and the least amount of your money? To determine what you would do with the most. They always say that uh, you can measure a person by how they handle uh, little things. You can measure a person by how they handle the, uh, themselves when they're alone. You can measure a person based upon those things. And and what Jesus is trying to uh, uh, give us insight to is that. Faithfulness is important. Like a good steward is not only a person with a good reputation. A good steward is a person who's faithful. We talked about reputation because it's important about how people perceive you. It doesn't matter how your haters perceive you, but it does matter how people perceive you generally. Because if you're just a bad person or you have bad character traits or or you're easily triggered here or you easily whatever, whatever, people won't trust you. Uh, well, people, you, you want to be in a situation as a man where a wife says that man uh, has a good reputation or that woman has a good reputation because when the Bible talks about a man leaving and cleaving, he wants to cleave to a woman that will make him look uh, reputable in society and vice versa. And so you got to start thinking about your reputation. Because whoever you engage in, it shows a whole lot about yourself. If you look at a person, you look at who they date, or you look at who their friends are, or you look at the decisions, you look at what they post, you can really tell a lot about a person. And so reputation is important because you want to make sure that when people see you, they can trust you. Now, what's, what's a word in reputation that's essential to that word reputation? Reps, Yep. Yeah. And what are reps? Athletes should know this. What are reps? Repetition. 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 And why is repetition important when it comes to reputation? Consistency. It's what you do all the time that determines who you are. And so if you put up bad reps, you're going to be a bad person. If you put up bad reps, you're going to be a bad representative. If you put up a, bad, a lot of bad reps, you're going to have a bad reputation. And so you got to ask yourself, what are the bulk of my reps? Is the bulk of my reps gossip? Is the bulk of my reps cursing? Is the bulk of my reps um, manipulating? Is the bulk of my reps um, positive, negative? What are the bulk of your reps? That would determine your reputation. And it also determines what you represent. And so if you continue to repeat certain things over and over again, and you have that bad and negative reputation, and then when people look at you, they'll be like, I see where he's fit in. I see where she's fitting. Oh, she's she's very fit in gossip or he's very fit in jealousy or oh, we can see where the muscles are. We can see where they're strong at or strongest at. Right. And so that's why it's important to really think about your reputation everywhere, because you don't know who you're crossing. You don't know who is looking at you. You don't know who's looking to get a representative for their company. If I was a bad rep as an individual, this school would not want me to represent them. All right, and so you, the ultimate person that you should be really auditing whether or not you have a good reputation is who? Who sees all? God, God is the one that really examines your reps, He knows all your reps. I don't know what your reps are, I can get a clue by looking at you, but only God knows she, she's efficient here, He's efficient here. Don't trust them here, don't trust it there because their reps are not there, right? And so, I got to make sure I have a good reputation with God because I'm representing. His kingdom. I say this all the time that um, you may be the only Bible or you may be the first Bible. Somebody reads you may be. You may be or can you give me no sandwich too. I best wish I best wish. So right, like you, the first Bible someone reads. So right now I got to make sure that I represent God. Everywhere I go so that he can say he's a good representative, I can use him in the field of entrepreneurship, I can use him in the field of business, I can use him in a school, I can use him anywhere because he's going to have me in his mind everywhere. That's why the Bible says, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. What it means is I have to always keep God in mind to ensure that I represent him in the meantime. So reputation is important. That's why, if you really want to know a person, why do you think jobs ask for uh, what do they call them? Represent, not representative, res, resume, but it's some, um, what's some, yeah. uh, uh, a representation letters? Like a, a, representation letter, but what they call the people, let me ask myself. A, writer, uh, a, recommendation. a letter recommendation, letter of yeah. recommendation. Yeah. They're looking for people to give recommendations. Why? They want to know, they want to ask your employer. Are they efficient on the job? Before I invest this money, before I invest these benefits, before I invest my location, they say before I get this person a pass to my building, I want to make sure they won't shoot the building up. OK, I want to make sure their anger management is good because I don't want them flipping tables in my establishment. And so you got to begin to realize, OK, how do I represent myself? Repu- reputation boils down to how you care and how you feel about yourself. We put up bad reps because we view ourselves badly. We put up negative reps about us because we don't have a good view of ourselves. But if we begin to see ourselves the way God sees us, then we'll increase our reps. What are some good reps, good day-to-day reps that we should put up every day? What are some good things that we should be doing every single day, uh, increasing our reps in, that will help us become have a better reputation, which will then cause us to be better representatives? Everyday reps, in the gym, in the spiritual gym, emotional gym, mental gym, or physical gym. We could talk about all four. Financial gym, we could talk about five. Or you in one big gym called life and you got the dumbbells which represents this and you got the Smith machines that represent that. You got the cardio stretch area that represents that. But emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and financial areas of a gym. What are some reps that we should increase in? Let's start with, uh, which one y'all want to start with? Emotions, mental, physical, spiritual, financial you can just throw one random one out there financial. financials see we got some money makers in what are some good financial reps that we should do every day that will give us a good reputation and for people to invest in us and that will make us a good representative uh, in the financial industry Tyler yeah give it so giving is essential. I got to, I got to, because the more generous I am, the more of a giver I am, the more God can give in to me. Because can a closed fist receive something? Receive something? No, open hand does. That means I, it may be closed, I go in, give out, but it's open again for me to keep giving out. What's another good financial rep uh, that we should do every day that will make a financial way, not only for us, but for our children's children? Saving and why is it important? So you can have for emergencies. I say emergencies are expensive. If it can go wrong, as a Murphy's law that says, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Anything that is or exists can go wrong. You see what I'm saying? So I got to make sure that I'm not just always spending, spending, spending. And, I, and when I say this in economics class, that you have more month at the end of your month than money. That means that you don't want to be on. What's today? Like? You don't want to be on January or uh, January seventeenth uh, and have no money, and you still got a lot more month left, right? What's another good financial rep that we can uh, increase in that will make us a good financial representative for our family and for our children's children? That's pretty good. We'll stop there. What's the next one? Emotional, mental, spiritual, or physical? Where are we going next? Emotional. emotional. What are some good emotional reps? that we can do every single day that will boost our reputation and make us a good, positive representative, not only for God, but ourselves and for those that we love and for the world that wants to uh, look at our lives? Have your emotions check. Have your emotions on. Emotional, uh, emotional control. Why is it important? Or how do we do that every day? And what, what are some practical patterns that we can do every single day to ensure that, that we are emotionally controlled Ninety-eight percent of where wherever we are, just positive, being positive. Say what now? And oh, so give me some practical ways to being positive. What what can a person do reps wise? Um, well, you can always look at the good and best. Always, t- yep. Just, that. You know, think positive, think that's like, a, okay. This happened, but what can happen? Like, what could what can I make this become? Like, how can I make this be good? Yeah, that's a good habit. It's, it's like. Yeah, just change, like literally looking for the positive. Um, are obstacles obstacles or are most obstacles opportunities? opportunities? They're opportunities. It's based upon how you look at it. You can look at your current living condition right now and say, oh, that's an obstacle. Oh, I'll never uh, overcome this. But another person can look at it and be like, this is a great opportunity for me to build character. It's a great opportunity for me to, 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 to learn and then to earn. So emotional control starts with talking positive, thinking positive. What'd you say, uh, Samajay? Not letting people get it. So what's a practical way of not letting that happen? Walking out the noise. Walking away? Blocking out the noise. Blocking out the noise. How does that look on a day-to-day? Uh, you know, when you hear somebody talking about you, you walk away, or just don't listen. Yeah, walk away, don't listen. Uh, one thing I always tell people that come into the office or our coaches that the that how I handle people like that is realizing that if you got time to talk about me, you must want to be me. It's that simple. That's flattering. So when, it's, when a person talks about you, you just kind of chuckle and you keep moving on because that's flattering. Oh, you really want to be me. That's cute. You see what I'm saying? Keep it moving because you don't got time for a loser or someone who's losing to hinder you from moving, right? And so now you got to say, okay, I'm going to block you out because you're not even in my world, right? Uh, what's another one outside of emotions? Where you want to go? Mental, spiritual, or physical? Spiritual. spiritual. What are some daily repetitious things that we must do every day uh, spiritually to ensure that we have a good spiritual reputation, a good overall reputation, which makes us a good representative of the kingdom? Go ahead, somebody. Get in the word. Uh, why is that so important? Oh, I do I don't think uh, people generally, we're not talking about just y'all's age. We're talking about people in all ages. They just look at the Bible as, oh, I checked it off on my box today. I read my Bible today. Oh, clap, clap. That's good. Hey, congratulations. Reading the Bible is not just uh, something that you do devotionally. Like, I, I, I read my little pop-up notification word for the day. No, 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 no. There's layers and levels to reading God's word. Uh, the ultimate objective of reading God's word is to give the word a time to read you. When you give the word time to read you, you're basically looking at it and saying, "Examine me. How can I apply this in my life? What is this, What is the scripture revealing to, my, to me to me about myself and where I need to change?" Also, reading the Bible is not. The Bible didn't say read the word so you so yourself approve. It says to do what? Study it. Why is studying important? Just generally, why is studying? an essential practice of every, uh, a rep that we should do every day in any, in any area or any field of life. To pass, the to pass a test. All right, that's good, so pass the test. So I study to pass test, what else? Why do I study? Yes. Say it again swear. To memorize, what else? Use it. To use it, yep. All those are great. So I've got to study because <clears throat> do you think demons study you? Oh, they study you. They know you better you know yourself. Demons, they, they seen your kind before. Demons don't die and they die off. though. demons are recycled. So, so the same demon that was in your grandmama's life, that's why if you want to see what a demon wants to do to you, look at what they did to your grandma and them. Because if the because you can look at your women in your family, and be like why does all my why do all the women in my my family, not mine, but you can look at them and be like for example, all of them have abortions, all of them have low self esteem, all of them have this issue issue issue, or men, what my my grandfather did, my father, and now I see it trying to come into my life. Demons are just saying. I want generational control over your entire family. I want to make sure that, that I own the... the, the or I'm going to say people's last names in here, but I own the Ezzies or I own whatever. And so I have to be mindful that I can't allow whatever comes through the McCorkles, or whatever comes through the Ezzies, to come through me negatively. But they study us. They know your tendencies. Like, like you think Kobe was a good film, uh, 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 a looker, uh, a good film... You think Cobra was good in the film room? You think Tom Brady was good in the film room? No. Demons are in the film room of your life. They got you recorded. They're, they're reversing. They're forwarding. They're, they're pausing and having discussions. They're, they're, they're examining. Uh, and there's no coincidence that, that, that your mom always get mad at you at this time of the week or your dad always got something to say or when life's going good, a, a, a dad pops up or a mom pops up or, or this comment or when you come to school, it's not a coincidence that that, that, that student is always on you. It's no, not a coincidence that, because they know all I got to do is hit them here, hit her there and she won't make it to where she wants to be. They study film. Uh, Kobe Bryant was talking about how he was guarding. He said the, t- the the toughest offensive player he ever had to guard was who, if you can guess. Oh, no, Kobe. This is Kobe. Kobe's saying this is the hardest person that ever had to guard. I mean, okay. Kevin Durant. Yeah, I was say Kevin Durant. Cause that first one, Kevin Lee, he said he was an easy to guard. He, he was, was easy to guard, care. but he, Kevin Durant. Obviously, yep. He said all I had to do was cut off his... He was afraid to go. He he was no uncomfortable. Show. All he did was shut, up, no show. shut off his left no shoulder. Shoot off his left shoulder. So he said he was uncomfortable with it. But the thing about Kevin Durant was, he says, what was once uncomfortable, I made comfortable. Now, Colby said, even all the way to the end of his career, he couldn't figure Kevin Durant out. Because Kevin Durant was like... Kevin Durant, you don't really hear that he's... He probably do go... I'm not saying... I don't know the man like that. But Kevin Durant is a gym guy. You know? He's always in the gym. He's elevating his game because he knows I'm literally unstoppable. If I'm seven foot whatever and I shoot at the top here, you can't stop me. But even Kobe, who who studied film, knew I couldn't pass the test of Kevin Durant. Demons do the same thing. He can't go left. They look at the scouting report. Oh, she can't go right. Oh, she's easily offended if you say these few words. Oh, oh, he'll be messed up for two or three weeks if you just say this. Like, oh, if this if this person doesn't acknowledge, they'll be done for four days. Their goals is still kill and destroy. They're always on their job. Do demons sleep? No, they don't sleep. But who sleeps? We do. So while we're asleep, they're game planning. So we have to study God's word so that we'll be able to be armed. Against demonic armed forces, so that we can be that Kevin Durant. That's like Kobe. When you first became a Christian, oh, he couldn't go left. I, I, I made, I made, I made James uncomfortable over and over again. And James add this new thing to his game. Man, now I gotta. And then James keep evolving. Demon's gonna be like, man, we can just only limit him to forty points. <laughs> you so good. He's going to get forty, but at least we're gonna hit stop him from getting sixty, right? <clears throat> so. Also, I gotta study God's word so I can be mindful of memorizing. I gotta the Bible says, "I hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against you." Like for instance, you 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 carry certain things so you not if you have to use it, but just in case you might, it's better to it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Right? So I gotta hide God's word in my heart. Open carry people; they know for a fact. I hope I don't have to use my gun. I hope I don't have to ever have to use it, but it's good to have it just in case I need it. Then to, to need it and not have it. The same with the Word of God. The Word of God is our only what? Oh, our only weapon. The Bible doesn't talk about uh, uh, praise as a weapon. Worship is a weapon. It didn't say reading. Uh, it didn't say you know whatever whatever. It says knowing the Word of God for yourself. It's saying I know my gun so well that no matter how tired I am, I'll put three of them things through your chest, right? That's what it means when a demon pulls up. You don't got time to get emotional with a demon. You don't got time to get emotional with individuals. You got to say, I've studied enough to know the word for myself. Also, studying is essential because most people, unfortunately, accepted a faith they, don't know, they have no awareness of. <clears throat> so meaning, if I was to ask you, give me five factual reasons that proves Jesus is God. Could you name five? If I was to say. Give me. Uh, um, w- prove to me. Why. Uh, 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 Yahweh is God. or Prove to me. Why. Uh, dip, I ain't going to go too that deep. But what I'm saying is. Is being able to say. I know my faith so much. So well. That no matter who comes to me. I know what I believe is what I believe. Right. Also I got to make sure. I study so I can use it. And so spiritually, I got to say, hey, right now, um, a lot of young Christians and Christians, period, are not well equipped with their spiritual uh, life to be able to live this life. And what I mean by it is, we're not skilled spiritually. <clears throat> we're skilled, we're skilled uh, in basketball, we're skilled at football, we're skilled at. At, at stats, we can run off stats. We can. We're skilled at a lot of things like that. But when it comes down to you being face to face with a demon, you face to face with with principalities. Like you being face to face. Like what happened was, I told someone a day before that chapel fight almost occurred. I said something's wrong in the air. Something something's not right. Chapel was like that. That week was weird. Those who are aware knows what's going on in the air. See, what happens first, something physical or something spiritual? What happens first? I'll say it like this. Whatever happens in this physical world, it happens first in the spiritual. So when you hear all this chaotic stuff happen um, in the earth realm, it was it is a, a fruit of what happened in the spiritual. So if you feel off today and you feel like, man, something ain't right, you stay prayed up. You stay focused, stay alert, stay watching because something is going on up here. Like, this is a, like, I don't think we understand because we don't live in Ukraine. We don't live in Russia. We don't live in war torn uh, countries. So we don't know what war life is like. But right now, there's war. So people in Ukraine, they know, hey, bombs can hit us anytime. Right. Israel is always on a high alert because Israel is a target because it's in a sweet spot of the world. It's it's one of the best uh, locations in in all of the world. Right. So they're always on alert. So when those bells go off, people know where to duck. Or, for instance, when you hear in Texas, people know in Texas, hey, we're used to tornadoes, (laughs) Oklahoma. So they know they got their houses are built different. Right. People in Florida, houses are built different because they understand their environment. But Christians, we, we forget, we get so caught up in, in life as it is that we don't know what it really is or what is really going on, so we don't know how to prepare. So right now, if an alarm goes off and you don't know what that alarm is for, how do you know what to do? Right now, if a kid come out of nowhere and like, I've never heard a fire alarm before. And the fire alarm goes off, what they gonna do? They're gonna look around. What's what's that? Be in the club or something? <laughs> That's a new saying. I like that. You know? They're they gonna they are they do not know what to do. So I gotta know what's going on. So just in case, I know the sound. Do you know when that trumpet sound? People ain't gonna know what happened. <laughs> They're gonna be like, man, who that? Who turn? So turn your music down. They're gonna be like, is that my neighbor? People, people, Christians are 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 ready for that, and 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 most people are not ready for God to come back. It's gonna be like, but I want to be married first, or I want to have kids first. I want to make money first. Do you know no matter what you can do or have down here, it doesn't compare to what's up there? So your heart has to be so in love with God, so anticipating his coming to the point to where it doesn't matter. if He's Right now, if God comes back right now and I, I only had my daughter for four months, I'm not going to be sad. Because I have to love him. I have to love that, that, that part of life more than anything down here. Or I won't really be successful down here. Now, uh, we said we did financial, we did uh, uh, spiritual, we did emotional. Uh, what about mental and physical? What are some mental, mental reps that we need to do every single day to help us along our way to be great representatives and have a great reputation? Mental reps. Who, we all know what reps are, right? I want to make sure I make that clear. Yes. Yeah, okay. Re, re, uh, reps. Repeating the same thing over again for, for a different or a greater result. Mental reps. One thing that I have to do mentally every day, I have to read every day. Reading helps my brain. You know, it keeps me into. I got to make sure I stay hydrated. That's a mental rep. I got to drink my water. I got to make sure my mind is sharp because my mind is where I make my money. And I, and I don't think people understand that muscle. Like, you got to watch um, the different chemicals that they put in your toothpaste, like fluoride and all these different things. They're trying to get inside your brain to make you numb, to make you dull, to make you docile, so that you won't last a while to the point to where uh, um, you're not successful. Like, your mind is important. Like, like you got to drink water. Like, like you got to read books. Like, like you got to keep this thing sharp because this is where the money's made. You can make a lot of money with muscle. But you can make a whole lot more with your mind. Because how many NFL players, basketball players, hockey players, soccer players... Uh, uh, pickleball players No matter who they are They, they make money off their muscle But when the muscle gets tired The muscle gets sore The muscles get old What happens with your mind? You got to do mental reps every single day So that when you stand in front of people You can articulate You can communicate how you feel You can, you can, you can really connect with people you can, you can be able to discern quickly You can be able to see things from afar off, You can be able to process problems like, like your mind should be able. I think a lot of people forget about this. They put their mind, They put their brain on ice and a heart on fire. But that means they keep they always keep their emotions stirred. I'm always emotional. I'm always emotional. I'm always emotional. Why is that dangerous? Like, I got to be able to reason through certain things. What's the cost? So when I'm in a situation, <laughs> I definitely I definitely got to uh, do this. It's like. If I'm in a situation, I I have to understand or be able to analyze it. Like, I just can't haul off and slap somebody, bro. I just can't just shoot nobody just because I'm upset. I got to be able to say, what are the pros? What are the cons? What can I lose? What can I win from this? But if you don't have the ability to reason and you have no repetitions of reasoning, you won't have success. Physical common sense. And so, reps are important. I got to do certain things every single day in order for me to be strong. Can, can, will you be strong if you do one push-up? But you, you did a push-up, though. I did a push-up, mom. Great, great, son. <laughs> now, open this jar. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Lift this. I can't. Like, doing one rep and expecting, you to be, and expecting yourself to be a great representative, that's, that's not good math. Good math says... I have to do these amount of reps over this amount of time in order for me to be this strong. So I want you to examine your life spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and look at your reps. Some of us, we ain't lift up a Bible, or we only do it in Bible class or we only do it in church, and you expect to win spiritually? You don't have no emotional reps that will help you become emotional control. And so when that test of being tried by the person you hate happens, you throw in hands. Or if you don't know enough about uh uh your mindset, do you know that you're one moment away from being mentally ill? And when I bring my mentally ill, I ain't talking about the the, the sight ward people where they wrapped up in a we're talking about mentally ill. Do, do you know? What, give me some example, examples of mental illnesses that are common, like the common cold. I just lost my uh, mark. Oh. A mental illness is depression. Depression is a mental illness. Anxiety is a mental illness. PTSD. PTSD. All these. And so, I can't, if, I, if I'm anxious, that means I'm mentally ill. So, is is illness only severe, or is it all illnesses? So, if I have a cough, am I ill? Am I sick? Let oh, me make it make it better. I'm sick. If I if I got a cold, but this person has cancer, we both in the sick category. We're not we're not well, right? We're not well. So, if I'm anxious, or have anxiety then my mind is ill. And do you know that you're one moment away of of having anxiety? Anxiety comes when you have your trust in something or you're anchored in something other than God. Or you have habits that that are not conducive to to everyday success in life. Depression is, I've allowed this to have an over-impression on me, and it's pressed me deep, and now I'm depressed. So what happens is I was overly impressed by this girl or you was overly impressed by this guy or you was overly impressed by this idea or this way of life and when it didn't happen then it pressed you deep emotionally and it sprouted up depression. Now life sucks and and you have no optimistic outlook in life. And so I got to make sure my mind is well trained. I got to like I got to think positively all the time. I have to that has to be and that sounds Cute and cuddly. No, thinking positive is a rep, and I got to do it over and over again. I got to remember the word of God over and over. I got to meditate every day. If not, I'm one moment away from falling and sliding into deep dark depression or having anxiety attacks from anxiety because I have my roots or I'm overly impressed by somebody else. Right? So reps are important. I got to increase my reps, man. Like. Like if I really want to be successful, but if you don't want it, then you don't have to do this. But I don't think nobody in this room does not want to be successful. Am I right or wrong? You're right. Yeah, nobody in here. Nobody wants to be someone. Who wants to be a bum? What? Who wants to be a bum? I I can make a sign for you. <laughs> nobody here wants to be a bum. So why are we not doing what is required for us to be successful? And I think. A lot of people believe that the road of life is easy or it's supposed to be handed to you or that, you know, people are going to just hand it to you. You you got to work hard, man. You got to be consistent. You got to have your reps up because people care about how you represent them. And if you're a bad representative to yourself as a single person, somebody high level people ain't going to want to deal with you. Let me tell you something. I think I said this in y'all's class or economics class. Um. Does a fit person wanna marry someone unfit? Does a fit person who goes to the gym every day, do you do they do they really want to marry somebody who's not in shape? No. Probably, uh, p- not. Probably not. Now so you're gonna have some people, we we talking about high percentage. You're gonna have some people that's gonna be like Yeah. Do you, a financially literate, financially successful person, are they gonna marry do they do you think they wanna marry somebody broke? A high-level, fully-functioning, God-fearing man or woman, do you think they want to marry a babe in Christ? Because why? It's going to be counterproductive. I come home reading my Bible. I'm coming home spending time with God. I'm coming home trying to be a better human being, and you watching these dirty movies. You over here watching this. And, and Imagine, like, my house, man, we, we... Bro, we don't watch barely anything. Like, like, like... Like, my spirit is so sensitive that if I walk into a room, a house that's watching, cussing, I'm disturbed because that's not my world. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but that's how we got to be. So imagine me marrying a wife who only watches, like, uh, them them shows that all the women want the housewives, this and that and that. Bro, I can't function that. So you got to look at yourself and say, who can I match? Not who will I match or who do I want to match? Who do I match right now? What job? What company? Because these people are looking for high-level representatives. They're not looking for, like, no company. Now, if I was some drug dealer, if I was a reckless, if I was whatever, do you think they would have hired me here? Like, like if, if, you're, if you, you have to examine it and say, okay, will people, will people be quick to hire me or will people be quick to fire me? Because I'm a bad representative. It doesn't matter how great of a guy I am. If I make one dumb mistake, Ms. Riley going to fire me. It's that simple. Because they can't have that in the news. They can't have that out there in the world and you work here because then it's going to give a bad stain here. So you got to get your reps up, man. You got every, to say everywhere you, every room you walk into, you are a representative. Imagine if you have that mindset. That wherever I go, I'm representing somebody. Right now, you represent your parents. Right now, James, is your parents in America? Yeah. But you represent him here in America, here in America right? Mm-hmm. How would they feel if they get a phone call, whatever, 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 about how you act acting here or something like that, hypothetically? Like right now? Like just like if you, let's say if you, you robbed a place, you came here with a gun and you just took all our money and they called your mom and dad. How would they feel? I think I will be like, um, they'll take off money from the family. Yeah. And they're going to feel there's going to be a stain on the family name. Everywhere you go, man, you got to say, hey, man, how do I look to people? I don't give a flip about what people think about me, but I care about how people see me. You know? like, I like, I like, I'm not going to out here and give you something bad to talk about. If you're going to talk about me, it's going to be hypothetical. It's going to be fake. It's not going to be real. But when I show up, you're going to see the real deal. And that's how you got to view yourself, that wherever I go, I represent somebody. So you got to say, okay, I can't be out here talking crazy because I represent my family. I can't be out here uh, um, messing with girls like this. I, I represent manhood. Right now, if you found out I was cheating on my wife, would you ever respect me? Nobody here. Y'all will look at me. Look, Crystal, already about to slap me. I ain't even do nothing. This is a hypothetical thing. But imagine if, if I advertised that I was this man of God, I advertised this, and you found out that I wasn't who I was saying, you won't use me as a representative of what a man is. Or what a preacher is. So you got to say, hey man, wherever I go, wherever I'm at, I got to represent. And representation boils down to how I've, I know, I've, my representation boils down to how I perceive God seeing me. Because he sees me everywhere and I got to represent him the best way everywhere. Any questions, thoughts, comments? I want you to think about this for the last few minutes. A little activity. You can, this is personally doing your do soap book. Something personal. And say, you know what? I want you to say, I want to scale to 1 to 10. Uh, I want you to write how much of a repre- How Scale to 1 to 10. 10 being good representative. 1 being not a good representative. When it comes to spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, etc. And I just want you to think about that. You only got to write now. If you just want to process it. And say, man, I'm really not a good representative of God. I'm not a really good representative of myself. I'm not really a good representative of my family. Or I am a good representative of God. And I want you to begin to examine how you want to represent going forward. So process it. Think about it. You can think about it tonight. You ain't got to do it right now. Just think about it sometime this week and say, man, am, do I do all the reps needed for me to be a great representative?